Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. That's right. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on a Monday, live from Las Vegas, broadcasting on 225 Fox Sports Radio stations across this great nation in studio. It's like the old times. Steve Fezzik, one of the pros. Who knows? He'll have a lot of opinions. Usually... Typically, almost always, they will correlate to his bank account. Whatever his opinion is, it helps his bank account. Would you agree with that? Spot Beth? on, RJ. Never, never anything bigger than that. Never. I don't think I ever contradict the bank account. Yeah, I mean, it keeps life simple. It does. I mean, some would say amoral, but that's their judgment, not yours. Some. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans to know more than their buddies. Now, we're pros. 
He's a Joe. He's my favorite Joe in L.A., Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we are hearing rumblings about why the Packers did what they did in the NFL draft, still trying to figure out whether or not Major League Baseball and their players can get on the same page. What is the Vegas lead here on a Friday? I'm an opt. Some would say a cockeyed optimist, but I am one that tries to look at the bright side of things. And I think even though it hasn't been a straight line, the Las Vegas lead should be the NBA having a target day and all the discussions around the season resuming. Yeah, it was Sham Sharani of The Athletic earlier today saying that Adam, Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, and the league office informed the Board of Governors that a target date for a season return is set at July 31st. And you're saying it's a, as an editorial comment, it's a sham. <laughs> no? no no it's a I sham mean, sharania that's oh, what i'm saying oh yeah. that sounds like an ethnic you know how you listen and it's like uh back in the 50s and you're hearing them in house kitchen and they're yelling epitaphs at each other and it's like a sham sharami uh, but i'm not sure a pr agent should have the you know first name sham but in a way he has to be a great one think about how good he would have right. to be all right i think there's so many ways to get into this faz i think you are critical of this. We've talked about it now. Right now, it's not even June. And they're effectively saying our goal is August. Now, ah, end of July, we can say, oh, it's going to be July 30th. But we're effectively saying two more months. That seems like not quick enough. Yeah, I don't understand it, RJ. Frankly, right now, the team sports marketplace, it's vacant. I need my sports. Mm -hmm. And I would think all of these organizations, baseball, NBA, would be saying, what an opportunity. Guys, if we can get back before anyone else, we can increase our market share, not this year, but going forward to get at new viewers. And no one seemingly is stepping up to the plate. I mean, if you think about it, throughout the calendar year, there are a few of these times during the season or through the, the calendar year, in which there's a lull. It's like, okay, that's Masters weekend. Okay, that. And really, everyone who's looking to emerge upon the scene as a major sport or even a major event is looking for times when the NFL doesn't have it cut. Or even look at the NFL finding the two Saturdays between the college football regular season ending and the bowl starting. Hey, let's get some Saturday games in. right? And then the first Monday of the football season, but the NFL season hasn't started typically, what does college football do? Yeah, they have their game, they August 29th ga or whatever that date is. Right? Games on Monday. Right. So you're saying there's an entire, let's just say for the sake of argument, the NBA could get started and be resumed, we're, we're playing, by July 7th. Scenario 2, August 1. There's three weeks, in theory, of uncompetitive or no competition out there for the, the league, NBA or baseball, that could get there a couple weeks early. Now, all that said, the children are the future, mm. and what's most important always is the welfare of everyone. Yeah, I'm being a little sarcastic. No, what's most important is the NFL, and the Hall of Fame game is August 6th. RJ, we're going to have NFL in uh, August. I'm not sure about that one. Mm. I mean, I, even money right now, Hall of Fame game going that day, would you want to bet yes? Yes. 
You know what's funny, Jonas? This is the guy that was like 65% that there was even going to be a season like two weeks ago. He was talking cardboard cutouts at the Superdome. I, I mean, I'm telling you right now. I mean, he did like more work on figuring out how to decrease everyone's home field advantage and was like, well, what did you conclude? Eh, about a point. And it's like, okay, now that they're saying, and the Saints are saying uh, it came out today. Uh, Anywhere from one-sixth to one-half capacity is what they're targeting. So I said uh, by email, Steve, what do you think? He goes, I don't know, still a point. So all that analysis, no, what are you saying? <laughs> no, then? I said pro rata. Every, every oh, fan that comes in <laughs> increases their home field. Quid pro quo, pro rata. <laughs> Right? Haircut. I mean, just to see how many words you can say in a row that the average person never uses. But let's just say fractionally, if there's half the people. But to me, I don't think that's true. And we can get into it, but I'll just leave it quick at this. Crowd only really matters if it makes enough noise to disrupt the other team. What portion of the crowd would you need to make that much noise? Mm. You ponder that as I continue with Jonas. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. All right, Jonas, a lot of theories about how to approach the NBA's return, how they should approach it. What's your favorite? If you were the czar, what would the NBA be doing? I think the NBA is looking towards next year. I think this is their excuse. Well, hold on, though. Hold on. I don't mean to interrupt, but I do. I don't want you to project what you think the NBA is. I'm saying if Jonas was the czar, what would you want the league to do? They would be starting well before July 31st. Okay, agreed. Yeah, that they would be starting well before. But what about July the kids? First, that's what the about point. the kids? I think the NBA has set themselves and put themselves in a situation where they can't go, get too aggressive because if there's some positive tests and they aren't able to react in a timely manner and they don't feel like and they feel like they're going to get any sort of heat publicly from putting all these players in Orlando in Walt Disney World with select family members there, I think the NBA's got to look after their branding and their branding is a very cautious approach to many things. Is that the brand or is it progressive? That if it comes to something that politically is on the left, they're not cautious, they're the opposite, right? Because conservative liberal is the old nomenclature, is the idea that the Republicans want to be cautious and the left wants to be aggressive with change. But I agree with you here, they're being cautious but I don't think that's typically the NBA's brand. I think they're stuck without a lane right now. Because here's the question I want to pose. When the general mm, message was, hey, don't jump to conclusions. Don't think it's simple. It's much more complicated than you can even fathom. About a month ago, that was the message. Mm -hmm. I mean, from everyone that was knowledgeable. The NBA at that point was front and center parroting that message. If you would have heard, I don't know if they're distributing talking points or whatever, but every owner, every GM, it was a variation on a theme. Even Cuban, who typically is out with his own agenda, not saying that's good or bad, it just is, he was saying, though originally Cuban was saying, could be by the end of May, like literally today, could have been the resumption of the season was what he thought back in March. But then almost like he had re-indoctrination during a weekend. He came out the next Monday. We do not know when they could possibly we could return. It, it, the doctors must guide us. It was a very different change, even from Cuban, who's a, an outspoken dude. And then what happened? The NFL took the aggressive lane. 
and so did Dana White. So I think Dana White's in a lane <laughs> even to the outside of the NFL. Like, we're going to buy an island to start this thing up. NFL said, we're the NFL. We're going to keep forging ahead or forging ahead and forge for food as we go, perhaps. But yes, forge ahead. So where did it leave the NBA? Baseball is just fighting over money. NBA is like, huh, we're going to keep saying, allow the doctors and scientists to guide us. But then all of a sudden, California, New York, we've talked about this, had the same message. Other states said, come on in. And all of a sudden, New York and California said, you know, maybe those scientists don't know quite as much as we thought. You know, we got a new report in under the cover of night and the numbers have changed. Except, well, where's the report? Well, you know, I think the NBA's not that they're hoping for trouble because, I mean, it's human nature to want to win. But it's also human nature. You don't want other people to suffer too badly. You know, if people suffer a little. That's fine. I think is the way most people feel. Fez, you probably have more tolerance for other people suffering than most. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, the fa- but the fact is, the NBA, if this was just a game and if it weren't life, the NBA would look better if they end up saying, uh-oh, there's a new spike in cases. And you know what the NBA was saying back in early May. They were right. The NFL was pushing everyone ahead. But if that doesn't happen, and I'm not saying they're wishing for that, but if it doesn't happen... What's the NBA's lane? You know, what is it? Because they're not going to be more aggressive than the NFL. And they don't want to be to, to, to forge ahead. And they also don't want to be lukewarm. And that's what I think you're seeing. Even, and Jonas, you follow the media in an expert way. When you hear a guy like Brian Windhorst really being critical of the NBA for kind of uh, circling the drain or doggy paddling. Whatever, you, you know, the treading water might be the right phrase. I think it's because the NBA just hasn't known what lane to get or how to proceed with their skepticism. It's kind of hard to say, hey, we're skeptical. Hey, by the way, season's starting up in two weeks. What do you think? They've seemed like the league that's been a little more shook about this whole thing and unsure of what to do than the other leagues by far. Because while the Major League Baseball's, you know, at least, you know, arguing about the money, like you said, and the National Football League is looking ahead and you've got Big Ten schools that are opening up and all that – the NBA is not doing any of this coming up in June. You got a soccer league in Europe where it was, you know, devastating uh, the Italian teams that are opening up in the middle of June. Yet the NBA is the league saying, no, 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 July 31st is the one that, that makes sense to us, which is, you know, more than two months out now. That's Jonas Knox. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. But wouldn't you say, Jonas, that when the more common narrative across the board was caution is called for, we can't be sure and everyone who's acting sure is being foolish, that the NBA felt pretty sure, it seems, of their message at that point. Yeah. Their, their message was front and center, hey, trust the scientists, trust the medical doctors. It only became, I think, less obvious and less cogent what the NBA message was when that no longer became the prevalent message. They don't want to sit there out on an island and be a skeptic. Because how do you win that one? Because that means you're going to miss the season. They made a bet, in a way. And I'm not saying this was all calculated. I'm not saying it's not genuine feelings from the NBA. I'm not saying they're not genuinely politically the way they seem. But if somehow, some way, all leagues would have been canceled for the rest of the calendar year. 2020, nothing else. NBA would have looked like 
predictors of the future. They'd be like, they care about the players, the player, the kids. They care about all of them. The most proactive, the second that there was a positive test, boom, they shut it down. No, it, Great point. Yeah. Great point. And it, not saying they were wishing for that, right? But they would have looked good. Now, I think by any mm, estimate in the last five weeks or so, and I think I'm just guessing on that. It might be off a week or two. Things have gotten steadily better when it came to the prognosis of, well, what's things going to be like in mid-July? It's just gotten better and better. It wasn't just a couple weeks ago. California was already locking down to August 1. And then, as we've discussed, that changed pretty quick. So now the NBA, now if you're just thinking about it, political, and everything's politics. We're not talking about just presidential elections or any election. We're talking about do, does the fan base feel a connection to the ethos of the league? To what, what does the league believe in? What do we believe in as fans? You've got to be in sync with your fans. So it makes a ton of sense. NBA, their fans are in sync with the NBA. And now the NBA must either be more like the NFL and get aggressive or sit back and look lukewarm. Maybe this is their best choice. Because if they look like they're hypocritical, mm. that'd be bad. They made a bet in a way they lost. But you know something? By losing, they get to resume the season. And if you look at it as a hedge, it was a great bet. And I'm not saying they did, but think of it this way. If the season would have went kaput, and every season did, everyone would have suffered, all the leagues, but they would have had the brand positive of being at the forefront, being the right-thinking NBA. Player and fan safety prevalent. Yes. So everyone would have lost the season, but the NFL would have lost more. This way, they benefit the NBA even more, which is having the seasons more important. But now they're taking a brand hit, but maybe they're not because by looking indecisive, it's like they can't decide when in truth, they know what they're going to do. It's going to be a variation on a theme. It might be a playing game. It might be soccer. It doesn't really matter. They're going to start as soon as they can, right? But at least this way, the conversation becomes about the debate rather than that the NBA was just playing wrong. If you got a TV cut of all the things they said four to six weeks ago, it, it, it looks goofy now. But you know what? Everybody looks goofy at different times because no one knew what was going to happen. I think the goofy part was even talking about it with any specificity. Right? So the NBA, I think, is doing a good job of changing the conversation to, hey, is this about Zion? Instead of that they were just playing too alarmist a month ago, or at least it seems so, because this stuff could change at any time. All right, when we come back, we mentioned it, Zion... What exact way will the NBA move forward and will it try to benefit Zion, who wouldn't even be in the playoffs if it was the regular way of doing it? That's coming up next, but first straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. And this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will get into why the NBA could really be changing their playoff format for one player. And I got to tell you something, that playoff format, whatever, but I'm worried about, or I was in the NFL, as exciting as that fourth and 15 was, and the idea of not the onside kick, the more Fez and I talked about it, the more negative, and I mean significantly, it was going to be for smart NFL batters. So since we know we have the smartest audience in radio, it's good that that didn't pass. We're going to explain that in a little bit, too. Speaking of this show, fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Now, one time, Jonas, a couple months ago, I remember I heard Clay Travis saying fastest growing show. It's like, well, wait a minute. It can't be two fastest growing shows. Then, just today or yesterday, I'm not sure what day it was because I was listening to the podcast, Raw Parker was on with Colin, and somehow now... Raw Parker's show, The Odd Couple, follows us with Chris Broussard. Love the show. Love the guys. Somehow they're the fastest growing show. Neither of those are true. Straight out of Vegas. Now listen, you know how math is. You can say, well, we have 2 million listeners. We went up to 2.1, so we're up 100,000. Yeah, and 5%. So we, a new show, we're starting from obviously a smaller starting point. And the perc- but when you say growth, you think a percentage growth. Someone doubles, and then someone else goes from 2.1 to you know, uh, 2.2. Hey, congratulations, you went up 5%. Fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio, and you're a big part of it. We appreciate all the support. Great day to join us. Right now in Las Vegas on the Strip, 106. 106, 106. degrees. The neon is off till Thursday, then it's back on.
So, RJ, Brian Winhorst of ESPN alluded to the possibility that part of the motivation for the NBA to want to include a playoff and play-in format in this year's playoffs when the NBA does return is because the New Orleans Pelicans, as it stands right now, are on the outside looking in, and this would be a way to try and get Zion Williamson into the playoffs. Of course. To me, if there's anything that tells you the absurdity of acting like this isn't a business. The NBA is a business. NFL is a business. The XFL was a business. Now it's in bankruptcy. <sighs> That's the difference. So did David or did uh, Stern, did David Stern have a frozen envelope in 1985? I hope so, right? Because at least then he could feel good he helped the league. Who said, I mean, listen, we all want to act like this is some morality tale from, you know, that's in some uh, children's book. It would only make sense that if the Bulls were up 3-0 in a series and, you know, they could win it in four or they could win it in six with MJ. Let me see. Do you put a ref in there that maybe doesn't tend to call MJ very favorably? Ah, Maybe. Is that right? Probably not. But you know what? Think about yourself. Just do it for a week. Between now, it's uh, 627 Eastern on Friday. Just do it till 627 Eastern next Friday. And be honest, how many things you do that are imperfect? Big list. That's you, but yeah. I mean, yours is going to be, yeah, you need an accountant following (laughs) you around. But the question is, if it's greater than zero, that's imperfect, the question then becomes, well, what are the stakes? What are you doing it for? Well, you know, I didn't want to pay for that second soda at the In-N-Out Burger, so me and my wife shared the one with the, you know, they do have free refills, right? Yeah, keep a cup in the back seat, yeah. Well, that's a whole nother nother level. (laughs) You really, you've done that? Who hasn't? I never, Jonas. <laughs> I've never. Have done you ever that. done that? I've never done. That. I hope you at least had like a Ziploc bag. In a, did you have it in a Ziploc bag even? Oh, it's completely sterilized. Yes, no health issues. Wow. When was the last <laughs> time you did that? Fairly recently. <laughs> I mean, listen. I give him credit for being honest. I mean, you can't give him credit. That's Steve Fezzik. I'm R.J. Bell. We're all imperfect. These are businesses. To me, the threshold is who's getting hurt. And if who's getting hurt or is a billionaire owner who maybe the odds went down by 2% because, oh, look, now you let, let in the number 10 seed. And that means that the number – like Mark Cuban has a lot, I think, to complain about because a seven seed is far ahead if somehow there's a play-in. And you know what? He'd probably not like it. But you know what else? He understands the business. So for me, I think we can stop here and just not worry about, the, oh, my God, there's gambling in Casablanca. And probably just say realistically, if we were making a TV show, what's the most exciting way to do it? So, Jonas, I don't know if we got off track or if you never got to the answer. So keeping it very narrow, 
how would you do the NBA when it comes to pro- proceeding from here or, or progressing from here? I would do whatever it took to get Zion Williamson into the playoffs. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, there's a lot of options that could do that. Yeah. And, and you're pretty neutral on, on like, no big preference either way. Yeah, I would on, have a, on those options. I would have a battle in some way, and I think you actually were one of the first people that brought this up. The idea of uh, the the NCAA tournament has those playing games in Dayton, and yes. make those the de facto start to the playoffs to get into the big tournament. So that's what I would do. I would take either you know two like one game, like one game shootout, kind of like a one game plan. Maybe best of three. You know, if you yeah. needed to, if you had the time. But either way, figure out a way that you know if if. New Orleans has a real shot to get into the postseason. I don't know what combination you would do that, whether you would take 7, 8, 9, and 10. And that's, I think teams. that's the natural way right. people have said. And let's be – here's the can, or here's the interesting part. Those play-ins for the NCAA tournament on Tuesday and Wednesday get a ton of attention because yeah. they're by themselves. Yes. So if Zion's part of that against the Mavs, I think that would be – let's see here. Zion right now is – Huh, let me see. Pelicans are the 10th seed. Yeah, so it would be 10 versus 7, which are the Mavs. So you'd have Luka against Zion. Everyone would watch Best of three, even? That'd be exciting. Fez, you have a sort of a continental way about you. I I bet you like some European flavor to this. Yeah, so (laughs) absolutely bring in Luke. And let's face it, not just... I'm talking about the (laughs) soccer-esque approach. Oh, yeah, the group... I don't like the group stage. Oh, I thought you were saying you like that. So what what do you like? I don't think it's fair. What do you like, though? What, What... uh, solution would you suggest? I, I like your solution where you take that seven against ten, eight versus nine, and also what makes this so good is you got two sexy teams. The nine seed right now is Portland. So you got a team that's out of the playoffs in Portland that's got, you know, Damon Lillard, it's got McCollum. That's I mean, a, I hope you know, I think he'd think it was worth playing, hopefully. Yeah, if he had a chance to make the playoffs. Well, he'd yes. be, in theory, he'd be in the playoffs. At yeah, that the point. qualifying round. Yes. Now, if, well, no, you make the NCAA tournament if you're in the pigtail, as I call it. Mm. So you're in the tournament. It's just you. That's the. Fr- Remember, the NCAA spent a long time trying to make that the first round, and no one wanted to do it. Right. So they finally changed it. I think I had a little something to do with that because I would not call. Yeah, the first. All of a sudden, it's one's playing sixteen in the second round. Yes. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Here's what I'll say. Why not just go hog wild? Why not do exactly what we started talking about a while back to get to 16? I do not like soccer. I'll just say it right now. In fact, anyone that calls soccer football isn't allowed on this show. I don't care where country you're from. It's, you can say American football if you want, but I don't want to hear that's football. Maybe it is over there. I'm not over there. But <laughs> but I started thinking, and the ringer did some stuff on this. So you're down to 16. So let's do what we, you know, so we take our eight teams, right, 6 through 10, 6 through 10 in each conference, and they get down to four teams. Okay? Your headphone okay? We're good. Yeah. You all right? No, we're good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Looks like you're struggling. No, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's taking you four months to figure out how to put those earpieces in. Now you, all right. That's Steve Fezzik. To me, once you got to 16, like, you know, normally, if you have one versus eight, one versus eight, ugh, we're like, could that be five games instead of seven, please? 
But then you think about that group play. Now, hold on. Let's just say you rank them 1 to 16 by record. And then you have, you know, it's like a snake or whatever. 1, 2, 3, and 4. 5 is then with 4. So the theory is 1 and 8 together. So the better you do in the season, the better you're doing that way. Or maybe even you have a little bit of a range, meaning that you can move a team one slot one way, one slot the other, let's say other than the first eight. And now you can make sure that Zion's playing LeBron maybe. So this is a TV show. So you want it to be generally fair, but like the NCAA tournament does, and let's give him credit. Oh, look, the guy who's at a small college that used to coach at Kansas or whatever, is now Kansas is the one seed. And, oh, look, they're in the 8-9 game. So if they win, they're playing. They're orchestrating matchups. They're not doing it in a way that's unfair. They're saying, if we're going to be generally fair, let's be interesting on top of it. So imagine if you just gave it a little flex and you'd have four groups of four, and then they play each other. And, Jonas, you – you probably know soccer better than me. So they play everyone twice, so there's like six games in total in that scenario? In, in the first group stage, they play everybody once, and then the top two teams in points advances to the next round. All right, so I think you play everyone twice. So now the first round – I mean, meaning in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Now the first round would be six games for everyone. And then 16 becomes eight – and then you have just two rounds of the old way, all right? So I guess at that point, it'd be three rounds of the old way, right? Eight down to four down to two. So really, all you're eliminating is the first round, which is, yeah, the four fives are okay, but in general, we're all kind of complaining about how long the first round's taking. But in this case, and the chance of the best teams advancing are still 90-plus percent because you just have to be one of the top half, effectively, Two out of three, or two out of the four. Who wouldn't rather that, Fazek? I don't like it. Why? I think there's an issue potentially. So if, I know you're, you're saying a lot of words. What if the Lakers anything? start five and zero? Oh, all right, so they're home free. Yeah, they got one game left, mm-hmm. and whether they beat their their opponent needs the game to advance. Okay. And now the Lakers have nothing so at all to play well, for. Well, no, no, they do. If they're afraid to meet that team in the future, they want to kill them now. And if they think it's a weak team. They're not going to throw the game, but they don't put all their effort in. Now, that's my issue. Well, geez. So you're saying there, <laughs> Steve Fezzik is saying there's some strategy to it, and that's your issue. Your issue is it's strategy you're not dictating. That's your issue. <laughs> I mean, because – or what you do is say this, is that at some point later when a tiebreaker is necessary, maybe that is how you set the, the top seeds for the next round or who gets home court in the next round is if you were tied, you know, I mean, listen, obviously this is a general plan, but does soccer have that problem? I don't hear a lot of soccer talk during the World Cup that teams aren't motivated. It's goal differential. So when it comes down to it, whoever's got the goal differential um, advantage, that the team, that's the team that advances. This would entice the Lakers, in Steve's case, want them to play harder. Well, the, the way that you extend your point differential so you have advantages later on down the road is by playing as hard as you can and scoring as many points as possible and winning by as much as you can. Or at minimum, just by the number of games you because you're not worried about them only winning by 10 let's say instead of 20 steve you're worried about them saying maybe not playing super hard and caring if they win at all but again 
you, you can't tell me there wouldn't be more competitive games. What you're really saying effectively is there might not be enough competitive games. And, or there might be too many games that are not competitive. Well, how many games are competitive in the first round? Almost none with I the mean, one versus eight. Yeah, and yeah. the two versus seven. Right. So you're saying if there's a dominant team, there'll be more competitive games when they're actually playing other good teams in the first round than if they're playing mm-hmm. the eight seed. But I say you do that with the play-in. So now you have less tanking. So you have 12 teams that qualify, right? It, or I guess 10 in each, you know, so 20. And then you eliminate two with four best of three series. So that's exciting. Get down to 16. Get, then 16 becomes eight group round. And then it, it's old school the last three rounds. You know, it would be exciting. It would be more exciting. I agree with that. George Costanza would say, that's it, I'm out of here. <laughs> what do you think, Jonas? And we're going uh, to the news. No, I'm into it. I think anything other than what we've seen from the NBA the past several years, which is four seven-game series, I think it's unnecessary in the first round. We see blowouts all the time. It's the least interesting part of the NBA postseason. So if we can figure out a way to spice that up and get to the meat and potatoes of what the NBA playoffs is, I like that alternative. Do you agree that – Though it's not perfect, if the choice was from 16 to 8, the first round of the playoffs as it exists, or this group idea, some variation, could you even make the case that the group idea isn't the better way? No, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I would rather have that. I love it that it only just gets us from 16 to 8, though. I want to keep the old school way, but that first round is ooh, ooh, right or wrong. Yeah, how many game fours do we have to watch with a team up 3-0, right? We're going to tell you why that decision about keeping the onside kick the way it is is going to make Steve Fezzik a lot of money. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast to get in the zone. AutoZone, I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. All right, last commercial break. When we come back, you might think, oh, fourth and 15, onside kick, what's the difference? Or, hey, that would have been exciting. Fezzik, professional gambler, hated the idea. It would have cost him money. It would have cost me money. I didn't like that. Also, we'll get Fez's opinion on my best bet I gave yesterday. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, R.J., on Thursday, the NFL owners decided to table the onside kick alternative, which would have meant a 4th and 15 opportunity from a team's own 25-yard line that they could use twice in regulation. Thank God. Oh, my gosh. All right, Fez, real quick, explain why professional batters, guys, or anyone at home that really knows what they're doing, why would that rule had hurt the batters, the good batters? Because there would have been so much luck in the and variance in the final two minutes of NFL games, RJ. So pro batters, we like to forecast what the final score is going to be. The last thing we need is a play, one play that's literally going to go ahead and amend the score by three points or more, specifically this going for it on fourth and 15. I agree, but I think that's only half of it. I think it's not only did the luck factor would have increased in the game, and if you're trying to predict something, less luck is better, right? You'd rather have a game that lasted longer, more plays. If we were playing a game of horse, I'd be a favorite. No, whatever, (laughs) whatever the format was. But if it was the best of 51... I'd be a lot better if it was a best of three. The better you are, the less luck you want. The worse you are, the more luck you want. But I think the luck would have went towards the favorite. So who's going to be losing the game at the end mostly? The underdogs. What do betters, professionals bet? Mostly underdogs. So you might say, well, that sounds like an advantage. Yeah, occasionally they're going to come and successfully get the fourth and 15, come back and score. And you might end up winning some games outright that you wouldn't have. But most professional bettors aren't betting money lines. They're betting taking the points. So oftentimes, if they come back or not, that last score doesn't matter. If we're getting seven and a half, they're down by four. You know what we don't want? We don't want a fourth and 15 try that fails, and most will. And then they run the ball three times and kick a field goal and win by seven. And we were getting six, let's say. So what would happen is the favorite which most of the squares bet, underdogs, most of the pros bet, the favorites would have had a lot of late scores because of failed fourth and 15s. And you might say, well, RJ, they fail onside kicks too, but where does the ball end up exactly. then? Exactly. So the, it's, it's the 15-yard differential on where the opponent's going to get the ball. They're already in field goal exactly. range. Exactly. And, and 
because it's a better chance to get to fourth and 15, teams would have gone for it more aggressively where they might kick off and try to hold them three and make them punt. So there's just be so much more variance at the end that would favor the favorite more. We bet mostly underdogs. It would have been a disaster. Yeah, and you brought up the great point. We even would have lost a few bets probably on a bunch of laterals on that fourth and 15 play uh, that would have, could have resulted in touchdowns for the defense. I'm RJ Bo straight out of Vegas. Now, Jonas was trying to take credit for this yesterday. But I actually have now bet back my Nick Foles bet. So we told everyone Nick Foles minus 150 if Trubisky wasn't picked up for his 50-year option. Boom, he wasn't picked up. For at least half a day, you could have got the 150. Now it's all the way up to who starts the first game. Nick Foles minus 300. So Trubisky's plus 200. The more I listen to insiders, NFL guys that know, they say Trubisky gets the shot. He has to lose the job. I'm buying it back plus 200 on Trubisky. So we laid 150 plus 200. That's called profit. What do you think? I love it because I agree with you with limited time to practice. And like the last thing the Bears want to do is put Foles out there and he's not ready and he underperforms. And I think even more so if you put Trubisky out there or if you don't put Trubisky out there, he's probably done with your franchise. Why not give him one? It's like you're, you've been with that girlfriend for six years. You didn't get married. Maybe one engagement was called off. You know you're halfway out the door. <laughs> you give it one last – right, Jonas? You give it one last try. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, in some cases. Other yeah, times it's better to run. Hey, last thing. A lot of talk right now about will there be an asterisk. And by the way, I put a little something together on this. Pay attention. Asterisk. Asterisk. Listen carefully. Asterisk. It's always that important asterisk. All right, so we got the pronunciation straight. (laughs) Is there one of those (laughs) on this NBA title if it happens? I don't think so. I think everybody's dealing with the same things. I I don't put an asterisk on it. Just like I I wouldn't do it against the Heat back in 2011 when it was a 66-game season or the Spurs back in 99 when it was a 50-game season. Pay attention. Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> Listen carefully. Asterisk. It's always that important asterisk. All right, I got it, I think. Go ahead, say it, Fess. Asterisk. See, you're a professional broadcaster now. Yes or no, is it a problem? I mean, the winner. No, no. not at all. 1983, um, Joe Gibbs, Washington Redskins, went 8-1, and one, won the title. And no then, one even you, remembers. Now, what's fascinating is... The thing that makes us think there might be an asterisk and the thing that makes you say, eh, maybe there's some validity to that, actually speaks to why the old playoff format or the standard one isn't the right answer here. You know why? Because if you're the nine seed and thus you wouldn't have made the playoffs, you didn't get a full chance to get up to number eight. So in a way, the regular season should matter, but it shouldn't be as sanctified as a typical regular season because it hasn't gone as long, and thus you got to give, assume that some of these numbers in the partial season are not perfect, and thus we play a few more games in the playoffs. Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online or and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Straight Out of Vegas! Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 